What's up, you guys? Thought I'd um, update, get a little bit of a podcast going today. Um, pretty good start to the week so far with training. Um, you know, I, I, I probably ran a bit too much Monday. Um, you know, it's funny, I, I, I talk about things like ego all the time, and um, ego is not always a bad thing, let me just tell you. You know, sometimes your ego is your... Um, driving force, your confidence, um, the kind of thing that's going to bail you out of trouble and, and keep you going in a race, or, or I guess it can work against you hugely. But anyway, my um, ego this week, um, I guess, gets a bit ahead of itself and thinks, um, you know, I'm strong, thinks I'm resilient, thinks I don't get as, like, a lot of injuries, etc., etc. And um, just find myself started this week not not having the discipline and showing the logic um, you know, think of it this way, like I, 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 you know, I've always been helped with my training in the last couple of years here with, um, Haas, um, and, and, you know, like, I, I feel like there's a level of trust with Haas that, you know, these early couple of days back training or even couple of weeks, we, we don't talk too much about the ins and outs of training. And, and usually it's because I feel like there's a trust there that he knows I'll not do anything stupid. I'll, I'll be smart about it. And, um, and I felt over the last couple of days, I was like, you know, that trust exists, but like, you're not, you're not really showing why you should be trusted. Like I ran like 19 miles on Monday, for example, and that was like my first day back training. And, and while like, while that seems like heroic and, and sort of shit like this, like it was also stupid and, um, and, and yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that much. There's no way I should have done that much. You know, it should have been more like 12 or, uh, 14, uh, maximum. Um, 19 is probably the most I've done on a Monday nearly ever. So like, you know, why would you do that? Um, day one, getting back into training. Um, so look, it's something that, you know, I, I need to be smart about. It, it meant that yesterday I, I toned it down a notch. Um, I, I trained a lot easier yesterday than I had planned. I only did one run. Um, and, and, you know, I might do similar today, but I, like I did a bit of a smaller run this morning. So I might do, um, just so that there's a couple of double runs this week, I might do like another double later, but, um, not push, make sure it's, it's an easy pace. So there's still, um, an element of, um, you know, easier involved. Um, so yeah, no, but it, it's, it's obviously been a good start. Um, I, I talk about talents and I talk about things like this, but it, it obviously is a talent and a gift, um, that I'm able to just jump back into training the way I am and hypothetically touch wood, not pick up problems. Um, but I also like schedule physio and things like this and, and make sure I'm looking after my body. I'm just at my buddy's house here looking for a bike a bicycle um i was gonna buy a bike today but my friend reminded me that um i i pretty much left a road bike at his house quite a while ago um so i'm just gonna have a wee look at it and see if it's in um i guess half decent nick because if it's in half decent nick it would be quite useful um geez there's also like goodies out here and stuff too that's nuts um i must have left these here ages ago um so let's grab these i'll stick them in the wash um and i think that bike i think the tires just need to be pumped up sorry i'm massively just going off topic um ah, that'll do lovely let me get the tires on that pumped up um so yeah no look guys things are um things are obviously in a in a pretty good place Um, tuesday was good um now i guess it's a case of just building things back up at a at a pace that doesn't become 
sort of detrimental and um you know like i i told you guys that i don't take two full weeks off because when i do start back i like to be able to start back i don't i don't like having to mess around and um not be able to i even though we everything works brakes work okay brakes don't work front brake works um yeah no, i know i like to be able to somewhat crack on fairly quickly and not have to um a lot of people take a break and then what they find is when they start back they maybe pick up little niggles little problems um and and it's because you know you've went from doing nothing to all of a sudden doing something so if you are taking a break in future bear that in mind um that sense of um oh he has a wee bike too interesting um that sense of um keep some durability and what i mean by that is um if you keep doing some level of training um like whether it's 40 mile i don't know i don't want to say like a percentage of what you normally do because it's going to differ for everybody um but like just doing a couple of wee easy runs even like 20 or 30 minutes and it's not it's not about fitness i'm about to drop a big fence i'm really struggling here to hold a bike with one hand and a big silver fence with the other. Fuck. Um, all right, bike, stop being annoying. Get used to either. Um, so yeah, no. Um, like I say, good place. Um, I'm about to go do gym too. That's something that um I wanna. It's it's. I decided to stay home in Belfast. Um, for the next um, probably four, five, five, six weeks. Um, and. The reason I sort of chose to do that, like irrelevant to the fact that I like being at home um, and I and I kind of trust myself more to, I don't know, are we going to say like behave and, and not mess around and not like be super like poor discipline at the weekends and drinking and things like this. Like, of course, I trust myself way more now, um, but also just because I want to um, I want to work with the physio a bit more um, doing a bit more sort of one on one work with the physio. And when I say physio, I don't just mean like staying injury free. Um, you can work with a physio to, um, I guess, work on weaknesses, just like you would with S and C. Um, but put it this way: like if you were to list all all the things that you believe hold you back, um, so go through any marathon or 10k or any race that you've ever ran. Um, and start to have a think about, um, you know, did a did you get quad problems? Did you get a did you get a sore calf? Like, was your breathing bad? If you were to list all your weaknesses, um, and then a strategy, put a strategy in place to like uh, conquer those weaknesses. Do you want to call it or, um, like, I don't know. I like using the word exploit. Um, exploit those weaknesses. Um. Basically, you know, figure out a way um, to make something that hypothetically was a weakness in the past and turn it into a strength. You know, you're you're really putting yourself in a position to be successful. Um, and a lot of people don't do that. You know, a lot of people, um, a lot of people just be in fitness. So, um, you know, they might have a bad day. They might race a little bit poorly in a marathon and they'll probably just think it came down to fitness or maybe they'll blame beers or maybe they'll, they'll blame their weight or things like this but actually there's 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 things we can work on that are probably far far easier to work on that would create a far bigger 
benefit almost or payoff. Bike's definitely not going to fit in the car. I have a Mini Cooper, and it's proving difficult. Um, but like I'm telling you, there's probably things you could work on that often are a little bit. There we go. That'll do lovely. And I have nowhere to put my head, but that'll be all right. Um, yeah, like I'm telling you, um, probably areas you can work on first um, that might seem a bit tedious, whether it's Pilates, whether it's um, yoga, you know, all the things I, I sort of talk about. Um, but also um, physio, S&C, um, physio isn't just um, about, you know, I am carrying this injury, can you help me with it? Or I'm carrying this injury, why do I keep getting injured in this place? Um, the physio can also be, um, you know, I get diaphragm problems when I'm running. Can you watch me run? If I were to bring in video footage of me running, could you... You know, could you analyze that? Could you maybe give me some answers? Sorry, I'm absolutely stinking. And I am sorry that this podcast has been a bit start-stop, but I've just got there's. I need to go give my bike a wee wash. It is a lovely bike, though, I've got to tell you. I really liked when I bought it, for obvious reasons. It's a wee belter. Um, but look, okay, right, I finished that. So now I can get back to full focus on my podcast and I, I do apologize that I'm wandering um so yeah I know like I, I decided to stay home and um, I there's things I wanted to work on um I I also believe that you know I did that session on Tuesday with the physiologist and there was just a massive level of control and if one of the things I achieve between now and Boston is that in every session I do, I know for a fact that I'm working. You can use heart rate as a gauge for training, and I do a lot, especially when I'm at altitude to slow me down and things like this. Um, but lactate's actually really important too, um, both in terms of like tracking progression and then like tracking control. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm doing sessions with, what I'm going to do is probably every two weeks, I'm going to be on that treadmill in Sinai doing a session that I know roughly what numbers I should be hitting. And then if I'm hitting numbers that are higher than what I, I should have been hitting, well, then, you know, I, I have to look at that and be like, like, what, what was the goal here? Why did you allow those numbers to get too high? How could you have controlled that better next time? Or maybe during the session, um, you know, you're you're getting data, you're getting feedback, you're getting numbers, and you're saying, okay, I need to slow things down a little bit today for whatever reason. Um, and if that if that's one of the things I work on between now and Boston, um, making sure that every session, instead of every session getting faster, maybe in the past I've been doing it wrong. Obviously, I've not been doing it completely wrong. Because, like, you know, look at look at uh, results. Results are speaking for themselves at the minute. They're going really, really well. Um, but, you know, there's always areas you can work on improving. And if I can improve, um, for example, something that sort of, like, not startled me, but something that was really interesting on Tuesday was, you know, I was, I was doing a mile or 2K, six minutes at 5.05 pace. And the first three were, you know, lactate super consistent, 1.2, 1.3, 1.2, 1.3, around that, roughly. Um, might have been like 1.4, but you get the point. Um, anyway, then I was doing uh, three minutes recovery at um, six-minute mile pace. 
and the purpose was to bring that lactate back down. Um, and for the first, like, five reps, that worked really, really well. And that lactate was coming right back down to, like, um, you know, 0. 0.9, 0.9, 1.0, 0.9, 1.1, et cetera, et cetera. But then after rep five, it was 1.3, which was the first probably you can track quite quickly that that was the first point in the session that I wasn't recovering as well. Now, it's easy to see that I wasn't recovering as well because A, the rep before my lactate had been slightly higher. So instead of 1.3, 1.4, it had been like 1.8. So then in the recovery, you're only bringing it down to 1.3. Then when I do the sixth rep, my lactate's still a bit higher, 1.7, but that's still perfectly fine for marathon. But interestingly enough, during the like three minutes recovery at the very, very end of the session, I still do the three minutes at the end at six minute mile pace. It only went down to 1.5. Um, so that's interesting because, you know, at the start of the set, now that could have been an error because it happens. Um, but it'll just be interesting the next time I do it, um, it'll be interesting. So that was six times six minutes. That's 36 minutes of effort around marathon pace. Um, you know, six times six minutes. I think the next time I do it, I go to five times 10 minutes roughly or five times nine I think it is which will be like 45 minutes of effort at marathon effort instead of 36 um but it, it is interesting it'll be interesting and I would probably predict some of the reason for the the lactate jumping up was to do with me having a bit of a head cold and you get hotter when you're in the gym you know temperature rises and and you start sweating a bit more and your body heat's going up your core temperature's going up etc etc um but watch this space. I bet that the next time I do that and I do the five times nine, um, the lactate will be lower for longer. Um, and I bet that recovery lactate comes down a little bit better. Um, and, and, and it might not sort of go up to the likes of 1.5. It'll probably stay down at like 0 0.9 to 1.1. Um, and, and that's the kind of thing we're wanting to track. Now, I was supposed to do seven times six minutes, which would have been like seven times 2K. Um, but I, I just thought with the head cold, with me getting hotter on the treadmill and with it being week one, it was probably smart to call it. Um, but, but yeah, um, I, I think there can be, you know, I think some people worry too much about that level of control. Um, actually, no, I'm going to take that back. Um, I'm, I'm going to take that back um, a thousand times. You can never be too worried or too prepared. If people say, see if people make fun of you for heart rate, for speed, for time, for pausing your watch at a, at a crossroads, whatever, let, let, them, let them say it. Um, we, we, we live in a different world now. We're running, I think, can be controlled way more. And um, as long as you have been set the right um, training and you've been set the right effort to work at, and then whatever means you want to use to make sure you stay in control of that and make sure you sit at the right effort and by all means, do it. Um, I, I think running for too long has been categorized as, you know, this old school and, you know, just run without a watch, run by feel, blah, blah, blah. But um, we are blessed nowadays with such amazing technology that, you know, why not use it? Um, so, yeah, that, that's the one of the plans for the next lot of weeks. You know, work with a physio, work with the S&C coach. Um, it's very, very easy in theory. It's also very easy in theory to book two yoga classes in a week and, but you got to do it. 
Um, you know, today's a day where I, I would love to just go back to the house and, and nap and relax and rest and, and stuff like this. But, um, you know, I'm not going to make a plan to see the S&C coach more and see the sort of physio more and work on my nutrition more. But but then when push comes to shove, not actually do it. That that would be so lazy. And um, so like it, it's it's easy to, to make plans. It's it's far tougher to follow them through and you know stick to the basics and um i think one of my weaknesses um i doubt my ability my ability is that i can sort of crack on with training and you know if if four years ago i could run 80 mile my first week back after like eight months off you know i i shouldn't doubt my ability now and sometimes i focus way too much on on being fresh and injury free and and don't pack in the training um, and we're not talking about hard training, you know, even just some of the easier mileage, like like two two eight mile runs in one day, for example, getting up to 16 mile. Very difficult to run over 100 mile a week if you're not putting in 15 to 17 mile days. Um, you know, if you do the maths, it's nearly impossible. <laughs> 14, I don't think 15 mile a day will do it. 14 won't. So. Um, let me just check my maths on that. Actually, seven times ten, seventy. Seven times four, twenty-eight, ninety-eight. Yay! Um, so it's not, it, you know, it, it sounds fifteen can sound like a lot, two seven and a half mile runs or whatever. But actually, it's just about going to get you over that hundred mile a week. So um, I need to not doubt my ability. This is where fear creeps in: fear of injury, fear of fatigue. Um, it's it's more injury, fatigue less plays a role. Um, I've been setting rules. And and one of my rules for the first week or two of training is, you know, no miles under seven minutes. Um, unless it's a Monday. Monday, I'm, I'm going to do a sort of 70-minute run that is just that little bit steadier, like 540 to 550 sort of range. Um, this week was probably the hardest it's going to be because of the head cold. But I would imagine next Monday that's going to feel like a canter um, and, and really quite comfortable. Um, so then, of course, bear in mind when I'm doing the session on a Tuesday, which is the one in the lab, um, I'll have done that steadier run the day before. And contrary to what some people might think, I believe it, it almost acts as like a primer and it almost like gets you ready for the next day. Um, it also helps, you know, it's like I feel like it's an aerobic support run is what I would kind of call it. it. It helps support the harder training. Um, there's just not enough days in the week. I wish, I wish you could do your sort of longer, hillier, easy run on a Sunday and then have an easy day and then do your primer um, and then do your session the next day or even have another easy day and then do your session the next day. Um, unfortunately, there's not that many days in the week. And I also believe that we think running takes more out of us than it actually does. So we have this sort of belief that, you know, a uh, 10-mile run that, our 12 mile run actually that was on monday at 540 pace somehow like takes quite a lot out of us but you know my lactate or whatever it is you know it's, it's barely going above resting because you're still keeping your heart rate like sub 150 sort of range um and you know if you're racing marathons at 170 165 to 170 140 to 150 you're really not working um that hard i'm gonna say um so no i i want I want to use my strengths, and that's the plan inside of things. That's training and execution. I want there to be a lot of discipline. One, one of my big goals for the next three, four months was physically being in way better shape. I want to lose weight. Um, I, I think one of the reasons I struggled in Doha was carrying 
Um, by the way, I did a skinfold test yesterday, and anyone that understands skinfolds, um, my total, I did seven skinfolds, I believe, seven or eight, and my total millimeters of body fat was 25, and the nutritionist said it's, I think, arguably it's the lowest she's ever seen, and given that I came in off a two-week break, that's ridiculous, you know, I, I must have had maybe only four, no, Four on the Friday and then four Saturday. Fuck. I had eight pints over the weekend. <laughs> four Friday um, when I was out and about and four on Saturday at the rugby. Um, that's quite a lot of Guinness. Um, all those Chineses, I'm sure, didn't help. But the fact that after two weeks... So when I talk about losing weight, I cannot lose fat. I don't have fat to lose. She said if I did a DEXA scan... My body fat would probably be like five or six percent, um, which in a DEXA would be very low. Um, yeah, it's, so I, I don't have the luxury of having like fat to burn or, or anything like that. Um, but I, I believe that what tends to happen is people, people with low body fats like mine, um, it doesn't mean that you can't lose weight. You, you just have to lose mass. So you have to lose size. You have to lose like shoulders, you know, traps. Um, I have biceps that I probably don't necessarily need. Um, you don't want to lose all your muscle, but there's probably. But I guess what my nutritionist was saying is there's ways. Um, there's ways to lose. I think she talked about maybe more fiber, and we might be able to clean the gut out a little bit. Um, it's something I need to talk to her about. I'll probably meet up with her and talk to her about that. But we also wanted to make sure that we were not. Um, losing muscle that oh, come on why did you do that i tell you what there's some really ignorant people in this world like they're just like i don't understand and i never will i will never understand this um i'm oh look at me go i'm having a lovely wee rant here but i i'm gonna finish even though i've caught myself on and decided that i don't want to have a, a wee rant and be in a bad mood coming up there red light right you know pa- people are going to cross the road it's a red light you're not going anywhere, and the people that don't let you out of a side street, you're not even going into their lane. You're going into the other lane, and they rally up to the car behind them to just sit at a red light. I'll never understand that. Um, but, yeah, so apparently I will talk to nutrition about this, and then I will share it with you. I joked with her to, to people not just uh, <laughs> shove a water tube up their butt <laughs> and, and, like, uh, I, is it, uh, I don't know, I, I dare I say it's like, it's not, it's like gut cleansing, but with like a water system, which like it was a joke. And, and obviously I do not recommend that because even though you will lose weight, apparently you lose bacteria. Um, go ahead. I might as well let these people go after my rant. Apparently you lose good bacteria and, um, and that's what you don't want to be doing. Um, healthy bacteria, stuff that helps keep you, um, healthy and, and things like this. So, um, but yeah, increased fiber, I think is what she was saying, was that we could potentially clean the, the gut out um, a bit. And I, I don't know if that literally means going to the bathroom a little bit more or if there's some other fancy way of saying it or like explaining it. Um, I don't really know. Um, I'm looking for, and I can never find it, um, Slim's Healthy Kitchen because I'm here to pick up my meals for the week on that healthy eating note. Um, but yeah, it's, it's almost like it doesn't have the same layout that it usually does. There doorsteps, and if anyone 
Lisbon, Lisbon Road does a good old sandwich. Um, yeah, definitely can't find where I'm going. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I'm going to cover today. Um, I am planning to do um, another podcast that I tapped into on the mental health side of things. Um, I, I, I didn't actually, I, yeah, I thought some people might have got in touch a little bit about that one. Um, but nobody did. And I'm not gonna, it doesn't mean that I'm gonna assume that it wasn't useful or nobody liked it. Um, maybe mental health is just something that people are quite shy about. Um, it is funny that, like, we are quite quiet when it comes to things like mental health, but, um, you know, we live in like a, 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 I don't know, is it silly to say we live in a unbreakable world where it's not nice to show vulnerability? And um, the only way to get stronger is to accept vulnerability and then put in an action plan to work on it. Um, and that might sound like cheesy and silly and all the rest of it, but it's 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 true. Um, if you don't accept a weakness or you don't accept a vulnerability or you don't accept that you aren't God's gift and the chosen one and perfect and awesome at everything, there is no way to grow. Um, I, I got inducted to Sinai and the high performance manager, imagine like, think, think, think of the position now, you know, I've just been inducted to Sinai. I want them to fund me. I want them to support me. I want them to believe in me. And the first thing I asked for was a psychologist. I, I just accepted and admitted that day that, you know, I have a lot of problems and I need to start working on them because I'm tired of them holding me back. And it, and it was the first thing I asked for um, was to be set up with the sports psychologist and um, to, to basically start identifying and working on some of my weaknesses. I'm going to tell you something else that popped up yesterday when I was with the physio um, and everything was good and all the rest of it. But when people ask you, see if you do too much training by yourself and nobody talks to you about your running, I think you make mistakes because you, you just kind of it's like a fast moving train. The physio asked me, how's your week going? And I remembered the week before that I had told him I would be smart about building back into training slowly. And see when somebody asks you and you have to answer honestly. I I didn't have to answer what I've done so far that week. And in my head, I didn't think it was that big a deal. I didn't think it was that much. In his head, because there's no ego, my ego isn't in his head. His head's going, Scully, what the fuck? Like, that's way too much. If you get hurt, you know, you're going to be pissed off at yourself. He didn't even need to say that out loud. I just knew that's what he'd be thinking. So all of a sudden I went, I'm not going to run again tonight. I'm going to rest tonight. And, And it was just so nice. It was nice how that played out, and that's why I involve people in my running, because it almost like holds me accountable, um, either before something pops up, or if something does pop up, it holds me accountable after. So that's worth thinking about. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.